Now, the wealth protection diva is a successful entrepreneur, business owner, and premier business strategist, president and CEO of Sage International Incorporated, and a national speaker, best-selling author, and motivational teacher of financial education, business development, and wealth protection strategies, the joys and frustrations of being a business owner. Her insights are motivating, her frankness inspiring. Here is Sherry Hill. The Down Syndrome Network of Northern Nevada was founded in 2005 by an impassioned group of parents who saw a need to promote a positive understanding of Down Syndrome in Northern Nevada. The first services offered by the DSNNN included the Buddy Walk, an awareness event and family support group, a program connecting families of people with Down Syndrome. Since then, the group has grown tremendously, expanding the reach of its services to more fully advocate for and with individuals with Down syndrome and their families. Joining me today is Marika Barron. She's the executive director of the Down Syndrome Network of Northern Nevada, and Christine Rigi, board member and parent rep for the same organization. So welcome, ladies. Hello, thank you for having us. Well, I bumped into the Down Syndrome Network of Northern Nevada because one of my fellow eWomen members has a son with Down Syndrome, and she was talking about the upcoming Buddy Walk. We'll talk more about that in a little bit. However, I really don't think a lot of people in our community realize that A, you exist, and B, how many families are actually affected by a member with Down Syndrome. Well, so um, there are not a ton of families in the northern Nevada area. Um, The Sierra Regional Centers, so those are centers serving people with disabilities, um, estimate that there are probably about 200 people um, in the area who use their services with Down syndrome. It's not never an exact number because people come and go, they move in, they move out, new babies are born, etc. But we serve about 175 to 200 people per year. That includes individuals with Down syndrome and their families. So um, like I said, it's kind of hard to get an exact number, but we like to think that we serve both the individuals, their families, their friends, their support networks, etc. So it doesn't just affect the person with Down syndrome, but also um, their surrounding group. Christine, you're a parent rep. So what is it that you have discovered once someone realizes that this organization exists and what you can do for them? So what I've discovered a lot of times, especially um, friends, even coworkers, when they hear about the Down Syndrome Network is how can I be involved? And I always let them know about our upcoming events like Buddy Walk and always volunteering. I actually have several friends that are very close and they volunteer on a regular basis because they love coming out and helping us because we have such a good time at our events. There's no solution to Down syndrome. And, you know, I did a lot of research on, you know, why does it occur? That's not why we're here. It is. It exists. And I think the stigma that unless you have a family member with Down syndrome, you don't realize that these people are oftentimes highly functional, educated, can live a life on their own. Um, Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that's sort of at the heart of our mission here at the Down Syndrome Network is really ensuring that people with Down Syndrome um, are fully included in the community, whether that be in a school setting, in a work setting, or just in general in a social setting. Um, We believe that um, everybody has a right to be fully valued as a community member, and um, people with Down Syndrome are more alike than different. Absolutely. And oddly enough, 
when I was in elementary school, we had a whole other section of our school. This was in Marin County, California, which way back then was people with disabilities and certainly Down syndrome. And I can remember every recess I went over there to basically volunteer and support and help and read to them and all kinds of stuff. And it was, I don't know why at that age I felt so compelled to be a part of that culture. And from that, it gave me a huge respect for realizing that people who don't often look like us, uh, who have some challenge or disability, are absolutely amazing and beautiful human beings. Well, absolutely. I mean, everybody's an individual, and that's, I think, what's so important to recognize about people with disabilities. They're people first, right? And we're all different. We all have different abilities. We all have um, different likes, different ways of being in the world. And um, I don't think it's really dependent on what your disability is or isn't. Right. So as a parent rep, Christine, then talk about the fact that I'm sure, you know, when, when someone first discovers they have a child with Down syndrome, you know, that's a whole different mindset and, and process that you have to process. My whole last show is all about economic development and being inclusive. And this is a segment of population that also needs to be part of the economic development going through our community. How are you helping people with Down syndrome find work, get jobs? I mean, is that part of the mission as well? Yes. So my dreams, I have two daughters, actually. I have a daughter who's six. Her name's Cora. And then I have Leanna, who has Down syndrome at four. My dreams for Leanna are no different than my dreams for Cora. I want them both to drive. I want them both to be like contributing members to our community. And I want them both to be happy and successful in whatever they choose to do in their life. Now, with that, Leanna has to take a little bit of a different journey to go through that path with her sister. And with that, with the Down syndrome network, Right off the bat, when I got Leanna's diagno diagnosis, I got to be greeted by a family member from the Down Syndrome Network for our first call program to welcome me into the community because it really is like a secret society. Until you know somebody with a disability or have a child with a disability, there's a whole other world that you're not really aware of until you're in it. And then from then on, I've gotten to go to multiple advocacy classes, speak with other moms, and go through scenarios. We even have people that are friends that are on school boards and work at other schools to help you when you go through the journey of the school district. And then when Leanna's done with her public education, they, we also have Path to Independence, which one of our founding members, Mary Bryant, has um, set up at UNR so that if Leanna wants to go to college, she can go to college. And those are those are my dreams and aspects for her. And thanks for the Down Syndrome Network and the passionate moms that were there before me to pave that path for her. This is Sherry Hill. You're listening to The Sherry Hill Show with guest Christine Riggy, who we just heard from, who is a parent representative and a board member, along with Marika Barron, who's the executive director of the Down Syndrome Network of Northern Nevada. Let's talk about that, because in the RGJ over the last month was page after page after page of how our school district here in Washoe County was somewhat falling down on the children with special needs. Any experience on whether that was all true or was that to sell newspapers? Well, um, I can't really speak to that. What I can speak to is um, the experience of our members in the school district and what we can do for folks when, when they're in the system. So um, what we can do with our programs um, 
is we have the ability to connect parents, basically, and get more people in the room during IEPs, during those um, individual education plans, um, to give you a, a second set of eyes, a second voice, someone to help you advocate. Um, and so hopefully that your outcomes in the school system are going to be better than maybe some of those stories that you you did see in um, the RGJ. Um, other than that, I, I don't know if I have much more I can add to that. Communication issues sometimes, and we just try to provide as many resources as possible to make sure those barriers fall down so that we stay focused on the child and we make sure that we are creating a plan for that child that's going to individually benefit them. I can only imagine, like you said, you have a, a plan for your daughter, Leah, who has Down syndrome that, you know, you have to be thinking about her future and is she going to be self-sustainable? Is she going to be able to provide for herself? I know that's that's a huge struggle with any parent, but knowing that you have this Down syndrome network of Northern Nevada is kind of a, a safety net, I would think. How does that make you feel? Well, I know with our family support group, we meet every month on Thursday and being able to meet with other parents of all different age ranges and talk to them about the different challenges and what's going on, it kind of prepares you for that. You get to hear about what Ian's doing right now while he's graduating high school. You get to hear about somebody else who just had their baby and they're just starting their journey with early intervention services and you get to kind of help and guide them. And it's like a give and take for everybody of this beautiful community to kind of prepare you and give you a foundation so you don't feel so lost at sea. Yes. And you guys have a lot of programs. We'll we'll hit on some of those programs in our next segment and we'll also talk about the upcoming Buddy Walk, which is Saturday, September 17th. It's the 11th annual. It's a, a fair, it's a Buddy Walk, but it's a great way for folks to get involved with the Down Syndrome Network of Northern Nevada. Uh, but just if someone's listening and they're like, wow, I didn't know you guys existed, what is a good website for them to go to? Go ahead and check out dsnnn.org. It has all the information that you need about our programs, about ways that you can help out, about um, what's happening with events um, and even resources. So if you're somebody who's looking for resources about disabilities and you don't feel like giving us a call, you can always get on our website, dsnnn.org. And so really the mission of the network is to empower individuals and their families. And so at the very core, uh, Christine, you have a, a daughter with Down syndrome. I mean, are they on track with this mission? I feel like they are. I fully support them, which is why I became a board member, because... I have a passion for what they do for not only me, but for others, and I want to be a part of it and help with it because the knowledge and resources that I have acquired through the Down Syndrome Network has helped me advocate for Leanna and not only my my Leanna, but also for my typical daughter as well. There was things that I have learned that are triggers that I can recognize that I can also help with her education as well when I see something that needs to be addressed. I noticed in during the Olympics, there was one of the Olympiads who won a gold medal, and she has a sister with Down syndrome. And it was they did a whole little one of those special interest stories, and it was fascinating. And she, in fact, when she had to leave to go practice and do all of that, that disconnect between her and her sister, who also uh, was blind, was amazing. And so it was it was um, 
heartbreaking, yet it had a, a great ending because she realized that her sister was so special and a huge part of her inspiration. When we come back, we're going to pick up on this conversation about the Down Syndrome Network of Northern Nevada, and I want to talk about the Buddy Walk. This is Tom Taramina from Virginia City, Nevada. You're listening to The Sherry Hill Show. Sherry Hill is important to me because she is passionate about your success. Thank you, Sherry. Sage International Incorporated fosters the entrepreneurial spirit by first educating our clients. In fact, we wrote the best-selling book, Incorporate and Get Rich, as recommended by Robert Kiyosaki in his bestseller, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. For over two decades, we have taught thousands of business owners, real estate investors, professionals, and entrepreneurs how to properly structure their business and personal assets to avoid the three flaming arrows of challenge, income taxes, liability exposure, probate, and death taxes. Call Sage International Incorporated at 775-786-5515 to set up a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry Hill if you want to experience peace of mind today. That's 775-786-5515. Call Sage International. So, you're thinking about buying investment real estate. Getting the right mortgage is a critical part of your decision. This is Lou Carr, branch manager of Summit Funding in Sparks, Nevada. With today's extremely affordable mortgage interest rates, you have the opportunity to step into what could be the best investment purchase you'll ever make. How do you go about it? First, get pre-approved with a mortgage lender like Summit Funding. Then, find the right property at the right price. Summit Funding is ready to talk with you about getting a mortgage to purchase real estate. Visit summitfunding.net slash L-C-A-R-R or call 775-626-0775 for personal service. This is Lou Carr from Summit Funding, NMLS number 258750. Thank you. Summit Funding is an equal housing lender. Welcome back. This is Sherry Hill having a really interesting and informative conversation with Marika Barron, who's the executive director for the Down Syndrome Network of Northern Nevada, along with Christine Riggi, who is a board member and parent representative. And the Down Syndrome Network is all about empowering individuals with Down Syndrome and their families to be fully included as valued members of our community. They have a lot of programs. I want to talk about this one that they're having. Uh, actually, it's an event. It's the Buddy Walk. So, Marika, why don't you tell us what that is and why that is important for people to participate? Well, the Buddy Walk is really an amazing event that we have every year, and it's kind of the event that started the Down Syndrome Network um, to begin with. We're in our 11th year this year, and it's our major fundraiser, but more than it being a fundraiser, it's also just a, a friend raiser. It's an awareness raising type of event. Um, the idea is that we celebrate our friends with Down syndrome, our friends and family members. Um, we get out there and we have a really good time. Uh, there's uh, going to be activities for children, all ages, all abilities. Um, there's vendors. There's also, really important, a resource fair. So we have... Um, 
agencies, other nonprofits from the area that are good resources for people with disabilities, not just with Down syndrome. So you can access them in person, talk to people, get the information that you need. Um, there's going to be fun bands playing all day, and then it sort of culminates in a one-mile awareness walk that we all do together. And it's going to be at Reno High School on September 17th, starts at 8 a.m. You can pre-register online. You can go to our website, dsnnn.org, to check out more information about it. Um, and if you can't make it out on that day, there's other ways. So you can donate um, to somebody's team. If you know somebody who has a team and they're raising money, um, you can donate online. You can also just donate in general to the event, um, support the Down Syndrome Network's ability to take care of and, and um, empower people with Down Syndrome. And um, it's just going to be a it's going to be a fun time out um, out at Reno High School on the seventeenth. Um, that gives us an opportunity to to be with our friends and family with Down syndrome and have a good time. This is a fundraiser, and mm -hmm. you have a goal. It says to raise seventy five thousand dollars, and you'd like to see about a thousand people and teams out there. Mm -hmm. And so, Christine, I imagine you're part of that. You're on the board, so you're going to be out there walking. Yes. Leanna has her own team, of course. She has one every year. This will be her fourth year doing it. And what we try to do is we just reach out to friends and family members and community. And we have different sponsor levels. If people want to be a sponsor, you can get your name on our T-shirt. And we promote, promote, promote as much as possible. We have a beautiful pancake breakfast before we even kick off the walk, which is really nice for everybody to have a moment to sit and have a meal. And then, of course, the resource fair is very, very important because for me, my first buddy walk, Leanna, was three months old. I know our president of our board, her baby was like six days old, I believe. And so for you to be able to go and see all of the different possibilities of connections that you can make for your child to start them out with all of the therapies and outreach that you can to get them on that journey so that they can be fully included when kindergarten starts was very, very helpful. I bet. And I imagine you, people show up that you would never expect, right? People that are not we had a mayor last year, and she's coming back this year. And um, for my four years, I would have never thought the mayor would come and speak at our event. And I was very surprised last year when she did it. And I'm extremely happy to say she's coming back this year, and she created her own team. So if you want to join Miss um, Sheevy's team, you can go there. Some of the opportunities for participating besides just walking or donating as part of the fundraiser is, as you said, to be a sponsor. So businesses out there that uh, maybe you have employees that are affected by Down syndrome or a family member, this is a great way to get out there and really show your support you can reach families. So if you're a business that serves families, we do have about a thousand people that come out. And so it's a great opportunity to reach families, not just specific families, um, you know, with people with disabilities, but uh, a lot of people come out and their whole families come out and all of their friend group. And so you have a great opportunity to, to reach out to them if you're interested in sponsoring. And we have lots of affordable levels. So um, if you're interested in that, please contact us at 828-5159. We're, we're available to talk about what that could look like. Also, there's information on the website. Mm -hmm. DSNNN.org. You can see all sorts of information about the Buddy Walk and ways you can support us. And besides sponsoring, we are also looking for volunteers the day of. And so, I mean, we're always looking for volunteers. But the day of, it takes an extra special effort and a lot of extra special people to ensure that the event goes smoothly. So if you're looking for a one-time opportunity to volunteer, if, you, you know, regis registering or donating isn't in your purview, but 
um, volunteering is, we'd love to have you. So what kind of volunteer? What do you need? Um, we need help with setup. We need help sort of running the activities during the event. We definitely need help with cleanup. Um, there's lots of opportunities and, you know, uh, we can sort of accommodate you. So if you need to be sitting most of the day or, you know, certain um, accommodations need to be made, we're able to do that. It's a great big event and it requires a lot of people. And this is Sherry Hill. You're listening to The Sherry Hill Show with guests, Marika Barron, who's the executive director of the Down Syndrome Network of Northern Nevada, along with Christine Riggi, who's a board member and parent representative. Let's talk about some of the other programs that you guys offer. Christine, you were talking about the family support group. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. So we meet every first Thursday of the month. We do take a couple months off during the summer usually. And it's just a great way. We usually try to have it educational. So the last one we had was actually about Buddy Walk, and we're just trying to educate our families, you know, how to go online and register. We usually do nutritional, fitness. Um, we try to get um, community partners to come in sometimes and share what they have going on. Um, we did yoga before. Just really fun activities that bring people together, get Give them knowledge, things that they can take home and apply with their families. And then it's also a way to decompress and blow off some steam and visit and have a good meal and make connections that you can use later on. Marika, talk about First Call. First Call is a fantastic program. So um, basically in First Call, and this is how Christine was actually introduced into the network, is that we have a parent ambassador, a volunteer, somebody who has a child with Down syndrome, um, connect with somebody who's new to the experience of being a parent or a caregiver for somebody with Down syndrome. And they bring them a baby basket filled with information. Usually they sit down and have a conversation. Maybe they share their story. And then hopefully that person connects with us so that we can help them throughout the lifespan of their child um, you know, connect to the resources that they need. I love that program. You also have a program called Medical Outreach. So this program is sort of in its nascent stages, but um, what we try to do with medical outreach is uh, connect to medical professionals um, in the area, give them kind of good language to talk about diagnosis, you know, um, some time ago, people were talking about Down syndrome in a very negative way when they gave the diagnosis, like, your child will never do anything, et cetera, et cetera. And we're trying to really combat that perception. And there's just ways you can talk about diagnosis that are a little bit more neutral. So we try to give that information. And also, we just like to connect with them and let them know that, you know, we're here if you encounter somebody who has Down syndrome or a family with a child with Down syndrome, we're here. So that medical outreach program is based on them being able to give us, um, connect us to those families. Are you finding that the medical community is sending people your way so that, yeah? Yeah, I mean, we just had a new family come to us. It's not very frequently because it's, there's not huge birth rates, you know, related right. to Down syndrome, but um, it's not very frequently. But yeah, when people are in need, they, they connect with us via those, those professionals who are aware of us, and we hope to reach more, so... Well, that, that's a huge part of, I'm sure, the advocacy and information is really the information to let people know that you are here. And, Christine, you have mentioned this more than once, the, the support that this organization has provided, which I imagine has alleviated some of the fear and unknown of having a child with Down syndrome. Yes, yeah, it's, it's funny that you say that because as Marika was talking about medical outreach and talking about diagnosis, I was thinking, what an amazing diagnosis that I got from my pediatrician because as I'm sitting there crying and feeling like this whole new world's opening up to me and this wasn't a part of my plan, he's telling me, 
you'll worry less about Leanna than you do Cora, your typical child, because, you know, she's going to do everything that Cora does and you don't need to worry about it. And he was just so supportive and, you know, you don't need to worry about anything and everything's going to be okay. And I'm going to be here with you. And, you know, he even said that when it got to the time when Leanna was self-aware that she's a little bit different, that he would even have a conversation with me and her about that and what her 21 chromosomes mean and all that stuff from a medical side and so to have that kind of support from your doctor makes it so much of a relief besides the fact that he was the one that got me into contact with the Down Syndrome Network as well telling me you know if you need further support you should call them and it's so yeah I I feel like I'm very blessed I hear other stories and sometimes it's not quite as lucky as mine but from the very beginning I've been able to pull resources and been in in contact with people that I've I've been blessed with. Well, I imagine that's part of why you're so passionate about being a part of this organization is to eliminate those fears and bad conversations, right? Or ineffective Yes. Or non-inspirational conversations when it doesn't have to be that way. Right. It, it always hurts my heart when I hear somebody say, you know, that they got a negative diagnosis or somebody said their kid could never. And it just it hurts because it's like it sets you up in your mind for failure, basically, because you don't think that this can happen. And it's it shouldn't be like that. You should you should be able to find friends and family and and professionals and resources to help you if you want to tr- at least try something before you say that you can't. Now, talk some more about the other programs offered through the Down Syndrome Network of Northern Nevada. We'll be right back. This is Lisa Granahan with Douglas County Economic Vitality. This is Maya McKenzie from Adams Hub for Innovation. This is Matt Westfield from UNR Innovation Center and Entrepreneurs Assembly. Sherry Hill is awesome. Sherry Hill is engaged and passionate. Sherry Hill is the bomb. Thank Thank you, you, Sherry. Sherry. Sage International Incorporated is proud to be celebrating 23 years in business. We believe if you know the way, you must light it for others. Owning a business can be hard, demanding, and even bizarre. At Sage International, our passion centers on education, which is based on our own experiences of building a company from scratch, along with the insights gained from the thousands of clients we have served. If you are a business owner, real estate investor, professional or entrepreneur and not sure how to properly structure your business and personal assets to safely grow, protect, and leverage your hard-earned wealth from the three flaming arrows of challenge, income taxes, liability exposure, probate, and estate taxes, then call Sage International Incorporated at 775-786-5515 to schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry Hill today. That's 775-786-5515. Call Sage International. SunTech Solar Screening adds elegance, comfort, and privacy to your home. 352-9396. SunTech Solar Screens block up to 90% of the sun's heat and glare. SunTech Solar Screening proudly features Pfeiffer Screening products. 352-9396. SunTech Solar Screening combines expert craftsmanship, attention to detail, and state-of-the-art materials to deliver a precision fit of heat-repellent technology. SunTech Solar Screening adds comfort and style to your home all summer long. Call for a free estimate and you'll feel the difference immediately just by holding up the SunTech solar screen. Don't suffer any longer as temperatures soar into the 90s and 100s. 352-9396. Senior Citizen and Military Discounts. 
Suntec solar screens pay for themselves with lower cooling costs all summer long. Make shade while the sun shines. Call Suntec Solar Screening for a free estimate. 3529396. Suntec Solar Screening. If you have comments about today's show or any questions, please email Sherry at SherryHillShow.com. The Down Syndrome Network of Northern Nevada seeks to create a positive understanding of Down Syndrome and envisions a community wherein all members are valued for their uniqueness, respected for their contributions, and assured the opportunity and choice to create their own path to fulfillment and success. Joining me today, Marika Barron, who's the Executive Director, and Christine Riggi, who is a board member and parent representative. One of the things that uh, the Down Syndrome Network has a value statement around is that you serve as a proactive voice for individuals with Down Syndrome. Let's talk about that because everyone's unique. There are many levels and diagnoses of, of severe to not very severe, I'm guessing, Down Syndrome. I don't know the correct terminology, but how is it that you guys are getting out there and being that voice? Um, I think that we really attempt to do that by just connecting the community with the families and the individuals with Down syndrome. Um, Part of what we do is try to teach uh, skills for self-advocacy. So that involves giving people the ability to sort of talk about their disability and also talk about their needs, their wants in any given situation. And um, so we try to give uh, opportunities to learn those skills. um, And then we try to connect the community regularly with folks um, with Down syndrome and, uh, you know, with family members and just give them the power to do so. So we're not necessarily out there as an organization (laughs) um, championing, but what we try to do is ensure that everybody who comes into contact with us uh, has a positive understanding of Down syndrome. So, Christine, you mentioned that UNR now has a a class that someone with Down syndrome can continue their education through, through the university. It's actually for any disability, I believe, mm-hmm. and it's called Path to Independence. Mary Bryant um, headed it. I'm pretty sure she's still the one that you would contact for that. And it's basically a two-year course. They take a few classes. They get to be included with their peers, and they get to have the experience of college. That's awesome. Well, one of the statistics was that people with disabilities, the graduation rate out of higher ed was like nothing. Sad, actually, is what I read. It was very sad. And so it's good to hear that there's some focus and encouragement for for folks with, as you said, any kind of disability to continue their education. Because really the goal is to be able to put them into the workforce, to make sure, I imagine, you as a parent to know that they can survive without you. Yes, that's very true. Um, That's actually another thing that I would love to talk about a little bit is if anybody has a business or would like an opportunity to learn more about Down syndrome, uh, please contact our offices because we have individuals who can have a job and we are always seeking employment for them and there's always a barrier around that. So I, I do worry about what Leanna will do in her future, but at the same time, I know as long as the Down Syndrome Network's around to help me and as long as I can keep advocating for her and as she gets older, she gets the tools that she needs to advocate for herself, I think we're going to be okay. 
Well, we were talking about in our last segment, several of the programs that you offer, the Family Support Group, First Call, Medical Outreach. Let's talk about Club 21. Well, I think that actually ties in really well with the question that you just asked us, Sherry, because Club 21 is for um, our members who are ages 15 and up. And the goal of that program is really to promote community engagement. So um, it has several facets, but uh, what we try to do is get a good mix of social um, events. So get out there, do something fun in the community, um, see other people and be seen, right? So sort of eliminate some of the isolation that sometimes happens for folks with disabilities. Um, And then also we try to do self-advocacy training via it. So um, in our October program, for example, we're going to be learning about soft skills for the workplace, things like work ethic, taking responsibility for your actions, etc. Things that they don't necessarily cover when you go and learn how to do your resume and do an interview, right? Um, and so we and we also do service projects with that program. So for example, we recently um, volunteered with the SBCA thrift store and we got to see sort of what our efforts were supporting. So we just try to get... Um, our individuals who are members into the community um, and interacting in meaningful ways, giving them skills and new experiences. And we hope to always include um, their typically developing peers. Um, so we're always looking for volunteers if you're interested in really getting to know somebody with Down syndrome and, and hanging out with us. Um, it's always a fun time and we always do something different that I think anybody would benefit from. Sib Shops. Sip Shops is a program that we do um, in partnership with the Justin Hope Foundation and then also with the Nevada Center for Excellence in Disabilities. And essentially it serves siblings of people with disabilities. So not just with Down syndrome, but all disabilities. Um, siblings ages 8 to 13, sounds right, <laughs> ages 8 to 13 in a recreational setting. So they can kind of talk about maybe what it's like. I know that Christine had earlier mentioned, you know, um, her her older daughter feeling like she has to take care of her younger daughter and so people the siblings can talk about that discuss it process some of that stuff it's a really excellent program your daughter cora yes has she been going to that or she's not old enough she's not old enough yet so we've had our own at home conversations you know she's gone to friends houses that have the same age sisters as leanna and i get the questions of why is Leanna different? What's why doesn't Leanna talk like so and so sisters talk? And so we just kind of process that stuff at home a little bit. And in a few years, she'll be old enough to go to sip shops. And I look forward to that because I I look forward to uh, Cora being able to connect with other kids to know she don't feel alone. Because when uh, Leanna was very little, she had to go to the doctor a lot. And I remember Cora saying, "Why don't I go to the doctor?" And <laughs> you know, you don't need to go to the doctor. And her just feeling left out. And it's not a reason for her to feel left out, but it's, it's how they feel. They have their own emotions to process that. The I Can Bike Camp. I mean, I love all of our programs, but I really love this program as well. This is a another program that's open to people um, with any developmental disability. Um, and basically, it's one week out of the year, so we usually do it in June, like the second or third week of June. Um, up to 40 people, it teaches individuals with disabilities how to ride a two-wheeled bike independently in one week. Um, so you take five... 75-minute uh, sessions during that week, and basically by the end, it gets people from maybe never even getting on a bike or being too scared to, to going, wee riding independently. I saw that happen this year. It was fantastic. So um, this is a really great program, and it's not just limited to children, so it's ages eight and up. There are some physical requirements. You have to be able to um, step side to side, certain things like that, but uh, 
it's fantastic. And we love that program and um, hope that we see a lot more people come out for it next year. This is Sherry Hill. You're listening to the Sherry Hill Show with guests. Marika Barron, who's the executive director of the Down Syndrome Network of Northern Nevada, and Christine Riggi, who's a board member and parent rep. And we're talking about all the different programs that the network offers. And, of course, you do events. And this is part of why you're on the show today. We want to make sure that people understand about the um, upcoming 11th annual Buddy Walk and Fun Fair. So, Marika, very quickly, just again, talk about what someone could expect if they come out to the Buddy Walk. So if you come out to the Buddy Walk on September 17th at Reno High School, show up around 8 a.m., expect to have a fantastic pancake breakfast, bring your family, bring your friends. Um, You'll get a t-shirt if you are a participant um, in the walk itself. And then um, there is going to be activities for all ages and abilities. There's going to be live music happening, um, lots of fun activities, one mile awareness walk, and then we wrap it all up. It's a great day. It's a great family day. Um, Join us to celebrate people with down syndrome and to get more information um give us a call at 775-828-5159 or even better hop on our website dsnn.org great and if you want to put a team together if you want to be a corporate sponsor if you just want to make a donation to support this fabulous network i can't imagine a community without a network like this even though we realize there's not a huge population would you say there's about 200 families affected here in northern nevada or that's the estimate it's probably a little bit higher um but yes that's that's the estimate so if if those 200 families didn't have this network christine you know as a parent of a child with down syndrome what do you think you would be experiencing well i'd probably be having a hard time pulling resources by myself um now that leanna's aged out of early intervention services which are provided by the state for the first three years and now she's in the washoe county school district i would probably be having to be on my own doing a lot of footwork trying to figure out not only where to find things but not only what i need there's a lot of things when you're a new parent you don't understand you understand something's not quite right and I could use some help, but you're not sometimes sure what that help is that you need. And when there's somebody that's already gone through that path, they're like, oh, you just need to call so-and-so because I noticed whatever. And then you're like, oh, I didn't even realize that. And that could make it that much easier. So uh, you'd be doing a lot of work on your own and probably feeling a little lost and frustrated. And the goal of the Down Syndrome Network of Northern Nevada is to make sure that both the child and the families understand that really the goal is about empowerment. And I think, too, it's important to know that we don't just serve children or just families, that individuals uh, with Down syndrome who are adults are welcome, especially in our Club 21 and other programs. Um, Our family support group, we have adults with Down syndrome who come to that. They don't come with their families. They come as their own self-advocates. So um, it's important to note that we come back, we're going to finish this conversation that I think is hugely informative, very powerful. And for anyone that has any interest in volunteering, supporting, whether through donations or I imagine other fundraisers or just uh, being a part of the network, contact them at dsnnn.org. We'll be right back. But first, we're going to hear from my friend Rocket Tom, someone who helps me think outside the globe. 
Welcome to Think Outside the Globe with Rocket Tom Taramina. This mission debriefing EW-101 is the blowout. The mission objective was to extract crude oil from the ground safely and profitably. The mission, the mission profile. profile. Maintaining the effective extraction of crude oil from producing wells is a complex and dangerous undertaking. There's machinery with many moving parts, typically running for extended periods of time, which must operate flawlessly. Crude oil typically contains unwanted byproducts like sulfur, natural gas, and paraffin that must be dealt with before refining. The flight. Well production companies have a number of specialized technicians who perform periodic maintenance on the wellheads. In this case study, the mission was to maintain a particular wellhead that was being backed up by excessive paraffin. The process involves injecting hot oil and back into the well to melt the paraffin and remove it. Also in this case, the valve used to connect to the hot oil machine had recently been replaced. Houston, Houston we have, we a, have problem. a problem. The hot oiler technician arrived on site and connected his equipment to the newly installed valve. He had difficulty in making the hose and valve mate. The oil is heated with an open propane flame under a large storage tank. The operator started the process, and within a few minutes, the wellhead exploded, expelling natural gas and oil that ignited from the open flame onto the truck. The technician was killed. Our forensic investigation revealed that the new valve was actually a water valve, which did not meet the safety requirements for crude oil. A series of human errors was discovered, starting with the distributor shipping the water valve in place of the oil valve, and that mistake not being discovered by a long list of individuals who caused the valve to be installed on the wellhead. The final blame was put on the technician who installed the valve because the threads did not match and he forced it onto the pipe fitting. Think, Think outside, outside the, globe. the globe. For any business, all processes must be documented, trained, and the operator certified for competency. The operators must be trained in the consequences of the work they do and be accountable to themselves and everyone in the chain. Just because a supplier, technician, or other individual process worked flawlessly for years, that does not mean it will be flawless today. Remove liability by verifying each process step is completed to the specification before moving forward. For more on Think Outside the Globe, visit me at rockatom.com. This is Marika Barron, Executive Director at Down Syndrome Network of Northern Nevada. This is Christine Riggi, a parent volunteer at the Down Syndrome Network of Northern Nevada. You are listening to the Sherry Hill Radio Show, right here on 99.1 FM Talk. Thank you, Sherry. Sage International Incorporated is proud to be celebrating 23 years in business. We believe if you know the way, you must light it for others. Owning a business can be hard, demanding, and even bizarre. At Sage International, our passion centers on education, which is based on our own experiences of building a company from scratch, along with the insights gained from the thousands of clients we have served. If you are a business owner, real estate investor, professional or entrepreneur, and not sure how to properly structure your business and personal assets to safely grow, protect, and leverage your hard-earned wealth from the three flaming arrows of challenge, income taxes, liability exposure, probate and estate taxes, then call Sage International Incorporated at 775-786-5515 to schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry Hill today. That's 775-786-5515. Call Sage International. Hi, this is Peter Padilla, your host at Nevada Real Estate Radio. 
Our radio show has been on the air for 11 years, and you can listen to all of the podcasts at NevadaRealEstateRadio.com. When you listen to the expert guests that come to talk with us, you'll be better informed, wiser, and ready to go when you want to pull the trigger on a real estate transaction. Buying or selling, it doesn't matter. You need the advice from NevadaRealEstateRadio.com. If you missed any part of today's show and would like to listen to the podcast, please visit SherryHillShow.com. Welcome back. I'm having a wonderful conversation with Marika Barron, the Executive Director of the Down Syndrome Network of Northern Nevada, along with Christine Riggi, who is a board member and parent representative. The Down Syndrome Network of Northern Nevada is really about empowering. So we have quite a few families that have been with the network since the very beginning. And I like to think of them as our veteran parents, because if you have a question or a situation, it seems like they've been exposed to it or they have the tools to handle it very, very well. I know our our president, Melissa, she had a daughter of... Um, her name's Jordan, and she was um, trying to get Jordan fully included at school because Jordan been separated for quite some time, I think her whole school career up to a certain point. And our veteran parents went in with her. They were the second pair of eyes and ears and advocated for them and helped uh, Melissa use the correct verbiage to get what she needed out of her IEP. And Jordan's fully included now with maybe a little bit of adult support and some other supports during certain classes. But for her to be with her peers is crucial because that's what everybody wants everybody wants to be treated the same so marika you're how long have you been executive director um i'm working about 10 months now so still pretty fresh in the situation I think it's really interesting because I didn't necessarily come to the Down Syndrome Network with a ton of experience in working with folks with disabilities um, very closely. And I think that um, one of the things that it has taught me is just that kind of that, some of that stuff that we talked about before that now I cared about before, but I, I never had the words to really put to it um, or I never really felt it with the, the amount of passion that I do um, in terms of like wanting to include people and seeing people as people first. The passion has been imparted to me by being around so many amazing parents who, who really just are fighting to, to make sure that their kids are, are fully valued by our community. We're actually our own individual, local, completely local organization. So all the funds that are given to us stay right here and serve families right here. Um, essentially, we just uh, talk with the DSAIA, so it's the Down Syndrome Affiliates in Action. Um, they help provide uh, sort of information for us, up-to-date information about Down Syndrome, up-to-date information about possible programs, um, administrative help, that kind of thing. Do you find that this administration, this school board is now obviously more open to conversation, more open to understanding that as you guys are, you know, advocating for, they just need to be integrated. Now, of course, there are certain uh, children that it, integration doesn't make sense and that should be up to the parent. However, from a, a broader brush perspective, do you find that your daughter who is integrated in the school is farther advanced than someone who wouldn't be? 
I do feel that Leanna being fully included her whole life because I work full time. So at three months old, Leanna has known no different of anybody else. She's been with typical peers since then. Uh, Leanna is only four years old and she can ride a bike and climb a monkey ground and she pushes friends just like other friends push friends and she can say no just like another four-year-old can say no. And I think her being with peers and definitely her older sister she's no different than anybody else sometimes it just takes her a little bit longer to understand some things um i hope that that journey continues i do know that as education um gets a little bit harder and as liana is growing that sometimes there might be some things that she might not always get to participate in but i do think that our school board and administrative now is being aware that that there is an issue and maybe some things that can be, or maybe a challenge more like it, that can be looked at so that our children are all being serviced and having their education plans actually geared for that individual child and not so much what's geared for what's easiest because the whole reason for the plan is, you know, to, to make sure that that child's getting the best what they need. And I, and I just think they, they're aware that there's a challenge and I think they're looking into it more. And, and I'm personally excited to see the changes that they're setting forth. Awesome. It, from a world perspective, I mean, is there dollars being spent in research to figure out, is this something that can be cured or solved? or there, um, there is statistics proving of children being included and their success rates being higher from, from birth all the way up to high school. I know I'm, I serve on a state board for early inter, interagency council service, and that's the ICC, and it's all about early interventions from zero to three. And we um, contact Part B, which is from the school age district, basically, ages. And there are statistics showing that when children are included and they are challenged, that they do graduate having higher success rates and also getting jobs and being uh, more active in the community. Additionally, a small portion of our proceeds for Buddy Walk go to the um, NDSS, which is the National Down Syndrome Society, for research about Down syndrome. Um, I don't think that they're looking to cure it. I don't think that it's seen. um, I don't think we prefer to see it that way. I think it's more just to better understand what it means um, and to improve health outcomes in the future, uh, connections to Alzheimer's, et cetera, et cetera. All right. This is Sherry Hill. You're listening to The Sherry Hill Show with guests Marika Barron and Christine Riggi, both here representing the Down Syndrome Network of Northern Nevada. And you did mention again the annual Buddy Walk. want to make sure we hit on that for folks that are interested in participating and supporting this awesome network that I can't imagine if I was a parent with a child with Down syndrome to not have a network like this that I could reach out to, get information, get support, and really, as you have mentioned over and over, Christine, just the fact that there are parents who before you have been there, done that, experienced how much that has accelerated and provided, I'm guessing, some peace of mind. For me, it does. For me, I know that I can always call one of the ladies that I know and share with them a hard time that I'm having. Um, sometimes it's a reality check that I need because I might be very upset with a behavior that Leanna's having or an issue that we might be having, and I'll share my concern with somebody and I'll always be reminded well that's that's a typical four-year-old because my kid does that or you know and it's just a reality check of like yeah maybe I'm being hard on her just being hard on my kid (laughs) yeah let's talk quickly about the buddy walk again 
Um, Saturday, September 17th, down at the Reno High School's Foster Field. Um, we'll be out there celebrating folks with Down syndrome. Fantastic pancake breakfast, a fun celebratory walk, good activities for all ages and abilities. So come on out and join us. Um, for more information, you can look at dsnnn.org or give us a call at 828-5159. So as a nonprofit... There's a lot more that you could use as far as resources, specifically volunteers. What's an opportunity I might have? Well, we always have opportunities to volunteer during our big events like Buddy Walk. We need a ton of people on the ground, so um, doing all sorts of different jobs, all sorts of different abilities. So if you're interested, contact us for that. But additionally, um, we're a really small shop. We have two staff people, one of whom is part-time. And so all of our programs are run on um, volunteer work, essentially, mostly done by our board. But for family support group, you, we need help setting up, supporting our families, just you know, cleaning up, that sort of of thing. Um, during Club 21, we're looking for typically developing peers to come on out and join us for our fun activities. Um, during I Can Bike Camp, that's a program that requires 80 volunteers to run smoothly. And so um, we're always looking for people who are interested and we take all sorts of um, skills, expertise, whatever you can provide. I guarantee you there's a place where we can we can use your help. Also, you guys have a fully functioning board. And one of the things that I did like to hear, Christine, you mentioned that you do have several representatives that have Down syndrome and they're active and communicating and making sure that you guys are staying on track and on mission. Yeah, absolutely. We love them. Our self-advocates are so important in, in providing a voice. We don't want to be out of touch with the people that we're serving, you know, so... Well, and also a role model for the next up and coming that they need to know that just because they look different or they are perceived as being different, that really your main purpose, your mission is to make sure that, yeah, we're all different, but let's all be inclusive and make sure that you provide the opportunities and the life skills and the, um, gosh, I would just say abilities. Once again, if somebody wants more information about the Down Syndrome Network of Northern Nevada, you want them to reach out to you how? Um, on our website, dsnnn.org, or give us a ring, 828-5159. All right, so a final thought or word? I just want to say thank you to anybody who has actually sponsored, donated, volunteered, has ever been affiliated with the Down Syndrome Network. We appreciate you. We hope that you come back to us. And thank you so much for even for thinking of us and being a part. Um, yeah. Include everybody. We're more alike than different. Great. All right, ladies. Thank you for being here. That was Christine Ree and Marika Barron. And so always my pleasure to feature and focus on an awesome organization, another gem within our community that can support and provide just phenomenal resources for those that need it. So thank you for being here. Thank, thank you. you. The Sherry Hill Show values the role we play in supporting the economic engine driving this country. Small business, the backbone of America. Send her a message on Facebook.com slash Sherry Hill Show and tune in next week, same time, same station for The Sherry Hill Show. Hi, this is Peter Padilla, your host at Nevada Real Estate Radio. 
Our radio show has been on the air for 11 years, and you can listen to all of the podcasts at NevadaRealEstateRadio.com. When you listen to the expert guests that come to talk with us, you'll be better informed, wiser, and ready to go when you want to pull the trigger on a real estate transaction. Buying or selling, it doesn't matter. You need the advice from NevadaRealEstateRadio.com. SunTech Solar Screens block up to 90% of the sun's heat and glare. SunTech Solar Screening proudly features Pfeiffer Screening products. Make shade while the sun shines. SunTech Solar Screening, 352-9396. SunTech Solar Screening.